Welcome to High Dork, the podcast where three normal-ass dudes sit around and talk about anything they find on the internet, headlines, news, current events, just three normal-ass dudes giving their non-expert opinion about whatever we find. This is High Dork. Welcome back to High Dork. As always, I'm Vin, alongside Hearn and Neil. And we're back for another episode of Weird Headlines, Hot Topics, and just whatever we feel like while we sit around our computers perusing the web pages. What's up, dudes? It's called High Dork, by the way. What's called High Dork? The pod. You didn't say what the name was. That's what you're here for. Welcome back to High Dork, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> In case you didn't know what this podcast was called when you downloaded it to your phone. We do have an intro that you can't avoid either. That's going to yeah. play music and say, welcome to High Dork. And then it's going to blast a dope beat in your face. So <laughs> That beat is sick. <laughs> so, so what's we got, up, dude? man? What kind of articles you got, dog? Uh, who, wants, who, wants, who wants to kick it off? Well, I heard you were... You were uh... Trying to take some bets on your boy uh, Mayweather. Yeah, I, big I, event. I, 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 Basically, Nate for the audience out there, if before. you haven't heard, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul have announced their uh, basically. Uh, what kind of fight is it? Is it like a it's like an exhibition, exhibition. just like the uh, exhibition match, similar to I guess the Tyson Roy Jones, except uh, Logan Paul isn't a professional boxer. Um, we already seen it from Floyd Mayweather. I, you know what I'm saying, like, we've already seen one from Floyd Mayweather. Like, I would, like, I wouldn't be like scared to hop on that wagon. You know, I don't know if, if it's, you know, I'd, I'd be all over that. I'd be all over Mayweather taking out Logan Paul. The size, the size, not, the size I'm differences. Him. I mean, th- there is a significant size difference according to this. That's the only uh, thing that would make me Paul, nervous. Paul is, Paul is 6'2", 199. Mayweather's five eight one forty seven. <laughs> that is yeah. a huge, but that's huge, dude. Mayweather defense. He didn't show it against. Con- he showed it against Conor McGregor. Against McGregor. McGregor. He just stood right in front of him, just to wear yeah. him out. It was very clear. Also, the Onion had uh, had like the uh, reaction, the fake reactions to the news, and one says you get a few million followers, and all of a sudden you think you can knock out Logan Paul. that's pretty good well so the thing that i like about this i I love this in so many ways one it shuts every fucking hip like everybody who was crying about jake paul and the the nate robinson fight like if you were talking shit about that fight you should be on talking shit about this fight the only reason why you're not is because you know that mayweather's gonna beat logan paul like oh let let me be clear like i i was a hundred percent them doing this because i think it's great for the sport of- oh no yeah yeah i'm saying in general just general like like people like all the people that were like this is like bullshit basically we're jellies people were getting massive these boxers it, boxers, it, whatever it, it, it is kind of insane that logan paul can call out uh what people refer to as boxer in the world and just gets a match right yeah like- but he, it's because he has full order the paper yeah of people yeah. that are willing to watch are willing to watch it oh yeah. r- right right and right. it, and that just goes no, to show I, like how I, I understand. Fucking, but like th- if this doesn't go to just like re, like reestablish like that like these fighters are here to say they like this is the greatest boxer to ever live. People just paid a shit ton of money to watch two old farts <laughs> box. Oh. I thought the I mean obviously the Jake Paul fight was more like 
this is going to be fucking awesome. This is going to be, and like this, and that just, all those people that were crying, we're just going to hear more cries, cry, cry, cry. And I guarantee you, Logan Paul hits million plus, maybe two, depending on how, I like the structure of the, of the pay-per-view buys. Did you see what that, see how that was? Yeah. Yeah. The early buy-in. That's smart. That's really smart, dude. Yeah. That, and that's really cool. I, I mean, and, it? I, I think it's for the first million. The first million is at like twenty nine ninety nine or twenty four ninety nine. Maybe I think the first million people to buy it is twenty four ninety nine, and after that it's like fifty nine ninety nine. It's like forty nine and then fifty nine, like it jumps up the day of the fight. Yeah, yeah. The that's what happens is like the price jumps to sixty nine nine sixty nine ninety nine on February eleventh. I'm not oh, gonna shit. lie though. <laughs> when when Logan Paul called out Mayweather, in my mind I was like, "There's no way Mayweather does this." He has no incentive whatsoever. I mean, money is a pretty to... big incentive. Yeah, but, like, you don't think that guy's got money? Yeah, he does. That's true. Why would he want, not want more of it? His money Mayweather. You think he needs more money? Yeah, but the the, the, the increase of how much he had, like, how yeah, much is hard, a million? It's hard to dollars? walk away from that, dude. How much did he is make in the Conor McGregor fight? Obviously, for him, it is, dude. He's done this 50 times. He's 50-0. and 0. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he must know. Like there, he must be getting a shit ton. Oh no, I I understand that. But like, if I have ninety million dollars in the bank, like, what amount is gonna get me out the door to do something? Dude, well, Mayweather is no joke, man. Like, in terms of motivation, like if you ever watched any of the twenty four sevens, he's already been sparring. It's like four thirty a.m. and he's throwing up because he's already been sparring so hard. Like, so Mayweather, Mayweather made a hundred million dude. from the McGregor fight. Yeah. I guess he's known as the six hundred million dollar man. So I mean and I and you would be like, Well would you fight someone for two million? I mean, that's not too much off of you know, like yeah, if I was a six hundred million dollar person and they asked me to box some scrub for two million, yeah, I would do it. No, but that's not what's gonna happen, dude. He's gonna get a cut of the pay per views. He has his oh, own promotion yeah. company. No, no yeah, Golden but I'm Boy's saying like his how, company. His the first the first million buys is that twenty nine ninety nine? So okay, yeah. So he might be getting a large, large trump. trump oh yeah, he'll he'll get paid for sure. I I just I don't understand. Like when you have that much money, like I don't understand the. I it's hard for me to accept that the incentive for him doing this is money. But it's a, a probably a large chunk of like if dude, it's gonna be a shit when ton you think of money. one million. And he's a workhorse. That's what I'm trying to explain. Like he didn't get to the Conor McGregor fight by accident. Like, he boxes for money aggressively 50 times in a row. And he's 50-0, and 0, dude. Like, Mayweather's guarantee, his guaranteed minimum for the McGregor fight was $100 million. So he might be able to negotiate, that. like, whoever takes the risk on the on actually distributing the pay-per-view. They might just straight up pay Mayweather, you know, 80 to $100 million to go beat That's up somebody who doesn't know how to box, by the way. I mean, if you <laughs> sell a million at twenty four ninety nine. You're at twenty five million. Exactly. Right? And if he gets a cut of that Yeah, if he gets half of that, that's yeah. fucking ten. Or, but I bet know, I bet they'll get more than that, dude. I might 12. be an idiot, but I think more people will buy oh, this. Yeah, no, that, that they will. Oh no, they for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like and then if you're like if your net worth is like six hundred million. May- Mayweather made two hundred and eighty million off the McGregor fight. So let's assume they sell less than McGregor. What if he makes half that, right? Hundred and forty million dollars for a night's worth of work? I mean, he's got to train, obviously, but come on, dude. 
Yeah, but I'm and I'm sure they did the math. Like I'm sure they did. Like they looked at like what his followers were looking like. They probably yep. had like analytics people crushing like yep. what that payday would look like, and it just makes fucking sense, man. To be clear, I agree, Vin. I would be like, no thanks, dude. I'm done <laughs> with all the things. <laughs> right, right, but you don't right. get to be where Mayweather's at by being like, oh man, I feel like watching TV all day today. No, like that's I, not. Uh, I don't know, man. If you if it's a 120 like what do, what do you think his net worth is? His net worth is 450 million, right? Like name an item that Mayweather can't buy. But yeah, I but mean, if you the other if you're making is... 100 million, you're basically making a quarter, almost a quarter of what your net worth is. Yeah. That's worth it. <laughs> That's worth it and I'm not I don't want to I'm just going to sound like I'm being a real party pooper, but Mayweather buys a lot of stupid shit. I don't know if you've ever watched. I'm a yeah. massive Mayweather fan. Watches, like, and fucking, it, yeah, he'll have. He like keeps a lot of people around him too. Cash all paid. over the place. He'll have. He'll buy a car for two okay. million dollars. Like, he's, he's a maniac. So, do you think? Uh, do you think it, this is any way related to revenge for short blacks? Revenge <laughs> for short black people. That's fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably cut that out. Bro. I was like, that's pretty funny. Do not cut that out. He's if we black. Had, if we had I know a video. he doesn't sound black people. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I was going to say, you could get away with the joke if we had video. But the problem is, <laughs> you sound like we're keeping that a pudgy, in like a pudgy <laughs> Polish guy. And everybody's going to be like, what the hell was that? Is Maybe that revenge for the blacks? <laughs> Well, that's funny that you say that because that I'm sure you've all seen the the article or I I didn't know Jamel Hill had a, had a fucking channel on Vice, um, but apparently she went on like uh, she had Jake Paul on her show and she like had this weird attempt at a shitty joke about if uh, if Jake Paul knocking out Nate Robinson was racist and then I guess carry champion like follow like it was a shitty joke that kind of was just like oh okay whatever and jamil hill kind of jamila hill kind of it kind of seemed like it was a joke and then uh but then this the carry champion girl was just like asking it twice and even after jake paul said that's a shitty question like she kept like emphasizing and then twitter just kind of roasted him but it was yeah very awkward like how did they like man i understand jamila why jamil hill has her own show or whatever but like that's it that was, if that's the content on it <laughs> it was weird and coming from jameel hill based on her track record of pushing like political stuff on espn that's part, like she was suspended for comments um talking about like racial divides all the time and, and that stuff's fine but then like was she joking with this question or was she not? Like she was. Well, that's what she, she says. Yeah, so she like, said she was joking, but that's what I agree with Vin. If if you're constantly being like this is racist, that's racist, everything's racist, and then you ask somebody if something they did was racist, and then be like, well, guys, I was joking. Like that's yeah. If yeah, you're not yeah, joking, the other nineteen times. Yeah, and and, and uh, I, I I did think Jake Paul handled it as well as anyone could handle that dumbass question. No, <laughs> you could have like, been like, so you're telling me that every fucking fight where a white boxer knocks out a black boxer it's fucking racist i would have been like well that question is racist yeah that's i mean i would have been fucking tried to like really really murder them with that question <laughs> i mean yeah but like, you know he he's probably trying to you know be politically correct and stuff and just wanted to get away from the question also it probably came out of left field because i couldn't <laughs> imagine anyone asking that question in any interview 
What if he was just like, I'll knock out any blackie you put in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> then it would be a whole different fucking conversation. <laughs> he, just, he just goes off the deep end. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. And he yeah. started, goes on a rant. <laughs> They're like, oh boy. Well, now that you mention it, I have some stuff to get off my chest. <laughs> Thank you for providing me this opportunity in this forum. And he takes the mic and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. But what I didn't get is, even after he goes, you know, that that's a shitty question because it is. Um, Carrie Champion was like, "Why is that a shitty question?" Oh, yeah. just doubling down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was all in. I mean, yeah. yeah, I do. I do kind of hope this becomes the standard. Um, anytime the Patriots lose, and you know, say the Patriots lose to Aaron Rodgers, and like, hey, are you racist for beating Cam Newton? Yeah, you remember you threw those two touchdowns in the second half. Was that racist? And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, you know, the cornerback was black. Yeah, you were, we're playing like, against a lot of black players. I don't know why you would throw touchdowns like that. Uh, yeah. I, uh, but also, too, Jake a, Paul was like, at first, he was like, that's a shitty question. I thought he was joking. Or I thought he was serious. And then there, uh, the carry girl was like, we're going to knock some wokeness into you or something like that. And Jake Paul's like hitting himself in the head. No, like, I think, uh, I, I think she said that you need to wake up or something like that. Like, Oh yeah. Know, yeah. And like he's like asleep and he's like slapping his head. Like, dude, yeah. relax. I, I mean, he was, he was clearly like hung, hung over. <laughs> yeah. He looked hung over. He's like on webcam with like a dirty sweatshirt. Like he just put on cause he realized he had to do something <laughs> and he just rolled in front of his webcam. <laughs> Did we I'm, talk about the Jose Conseco comeback that that Logan Paul? Oh, we didn't said? even bring that up. That was that was that a was class fucking move. dude. That was nasty as fuck. So basically, when Logan Paul was like, everybody was like talking shit about wanting to fight him. Maybe they got wind of like what this was gonna be, but like, but basically, Jose Conseco went on Twitter and was saying how oh, I'll like to take my shot to. To take out Logan Paul, he's a you know blah 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 no, a piece of shit. Jake, right? No, to Logan. Well, no, because he said no. Jose Canseco said he'll fight any of the the Logan brothers, and then oh, that's, that's right. And then Logan Logan Paul re- responded by saying, "No problem. I love smashing Cansecos." Which for like if if you don't know, uh, Logan Paul was dating Jose Canseco's Jose. daughter at the time. Formerly, <laughs> <laughs> used to date Jose. <laughs> but uh but yeah that's fucking hilarious they don't expect to ever get back with her yeah that is uh, a fucking wild comeback why first of all why are you calling out your daughter's ex-boyfriend like a weirdo yeah also i can't imagine jose canseco could last one round he is a fucking weirdo him? dude man he'll last one round with you bo uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? He would not. I mean, he lasts a couple. If that's what you're implying, (laughs) he'll knock the dust off your guts. (laughs) I don't know. I I think I think I could last a round with Jose Canseco in a boxing match. Yeah, he's probably old and slow. Yeah, he's swole. If he catches you, he's probably knocking your dome piece off. Dude, if he does some steroids, he was a pro athlete. If he does some steroids, okay, calm down, Vin. (laughs) (laughs) You think Jose Canseco could catch me? Timeout. I want to clarify something. There's a difference between Jake Paul, who's been training, boxing, beating Nate Robinson, who's smaller, and Jose Canseco, who's 54, but he's still 6'4 or something, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Boxing yeah. Vin, 
who I lived with my whole life. I grew up with him. He's never boxed. I've never seen him box a person. And you never will. So I don't think it's a good idea for him to box Jose Canseco. I'll just, I'll just get paid Sorry, when I was thinking okay. Jose Canseco old, I was thinking like Sylvester Stallone or Schwarzenegger. When they move around, you could tell they just look really, really freaking old. But yeah, once I pull up these Jose Canseco pictures, he, he doesn't look like he's that slow. He is old, but I don't know. He could do some testosterone replacement therapy or whatever get in there all over the like if they're like so we scheduled you to, to, to fight vin and then like yeah. yeah he does a full cycle of steroids yeah. and trains and he and I'm, I'm shows up lie. looking like, like fucking rocky balboa i still sanction it by the way i'm still on in, on board with any boxing match anytime yeah there if we go. logan paul can call out mayweather i think i can call out Konsenko and have a shot right no, I mean, I think the common denominator is being famous. I don't think you can just be a person and be like, yeah. YouTube, you have two YouTube followers. He has two million YouTube followers. Anybody else? You got anything interesting on the docket? Yeah, dude. So we briefly talked about football. Okay. Hold on real quick, real quick. Let me interject. Because Jose Conseco tweeted, by the way, Logan Paul, I'm a huge fan of Floyd Mayweather. Maybe if you take this fight, I'll have him train me. Then you'll really be in trouble. <laughs> what? <laughs> we didn't need that extra fucking Lo- Jose Canseco comeback. It's irrelevant now. <laughs> after did. fucking Logan Paul one, shot him into the atmosphere and he burnt on his Jose, way down. Jose Canseco <laughs> is implying that Mayweather will train him and then Logan Paul will be in very big trouble because Floyd Mayweather is just going to train Jose Canseco to fight. Well, yeah, he was just like, "Fuck it, I'll take the fight on my own, and I'll get, and I'll get the money." Yeah, why would I train you for a thing that so you can go make twenty million bucks when I could just go? Anyway, onward and upward. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're saying something. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> everybody, wait. <laughs> Neil's like right. fucking two sentences into the next fucking story, man. Like, yo, did you see what Jose Canseco posted nine days ago? <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. He's huffing and puffing like better. he just ran it from the press. <laughs> He did tweet that on December 1st. So so what I wanted to cover was uh, I was watching the NFL. I'm, I'm a fan. And Alex Smith did something fucking baller, dude. So they're losing, right? The end of the first yeah, half. No, it was, it, it was 14 nothing. Yeah, yeah. So almost end of the first half. Uh, the Washington football team ended up winning this game, by the way. The Washington football team, uh, they're down. Alex Smith, uh, he's about to get sacked, so he starts to scramble and gets tackled. They have no timeouts left. Okay. Now they can kick a field goal, but they'd have to get the ball set and kick. The whole kicking team needs to get on the field. I'll post the video in the show notes, but Alex Smith gets up like real smooth with the ball like tucked against his chest and he runs off the field with it. He takes the game ball with him and takes off to the sidelines. The refs are running around confused because they don't have the game ball. Normally what they do apparently is use the game ball instead of a kicking ball when it's time sensitive. So they do have a kicking ball, but when there's, you know, less than two minutes or whatever, they'll just use the game ball. But in this case, they couldn't find it, so they called in an administrative timeout to get the kicking ball because it's on them to find the ball, I guess. And uh, Washington was already out there. By then, Washington's whole field goal unit's on the field. So they put the ball down, roll the clock, they kicked the field goal and made it, and uh, they went on to win that game, dude. They came back and won the game in the second half. So that was fucking nuts. I thought it was super savvy. He claims it was not intentional that he brought it with him so that they could get the kicking ball. Like, he didn't want them to have to wait to swap balls. But come on, dude. 
Yeah, he fucking, I don't know. He pulled a fast. He one. says he didn't know, but also too, you're taking a risk. Is what if you know? What if somewhere in the rules they're like, hey, this guy's fucking delaying the game, and then gets hit with a flag or something. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, delay a game has to be. Yeah, I guess you could get a delayed game because they don't start the play clock until the ball's set. Is that true? I don't know if that's true or not, though. Either well, way, in terms of the running the clock. Yeah. Too. Either way, he's been in the field, or running the play clock, not the not the game clock. Just your forty-two seconds starts. Yeah, from, your forty-two. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, he's been in the NFL for fourteen years. I mean, he's known as a smart quarterback. I think he fucking real quick in his head was like, "Oh shit, we need to stop the clock somehow." And he took off with the ball. It was third down. You couldn't spike it. Yeah. The, well, see, that's in in the NFL delay of the game is an action in a sports game in which a player or team deliberately stalls the game, usually with the intention of using the delay uh, to its advantage. Yep. So, right. But could but you also, make the argument that he was trying to delay the game? Like, in his defense, he's saying he's trying to speed it up. But if, like, I'm trying to get the ball to put it – if they can't find the ball, you're you're intentionally sabotaging them. You're, you're intentionally making them call that timeout so that you can get your unit on the field. Assuming they call a timeout. Well, they didn't. And don't just if they, the if they had timeouts, they would have called it, and just ran a no, team no, on the r- field. R- right, that's what I'm saying. Is so, so the risk here is Alex Smith takes the ball off the field, and there's no ball, so the refs have to stop the clock to find the ball, or the refs could just let the clock wind and then say end of half. No, no, no. The refs don't have a choice on getting a ball. That doesn't make any yeah. sense. They could call a penalty, or stop the clock. They don't get to penalize a team. Because they can't find the football, that's crazy. Because then the other but team. I think that's what happened though. F- if they would have saw that, well, that's. I mean, but that's they can though, right? Because that's if they see that the, a player is deliberately stalling the game. Yeah, they can call which, a penalty, but they wouldn't just stand there and wind the clock. That's never. No, no, no. Yeah, the clock would stop. Yeah. The, in either, I think it's if it's on but, the offensive side, you do the ten second runoff. So I don't know. I thought it was fucking baller. I think he hundred percent did it on purpose. He's a smart dude. And he got away with it. He did it real slick. Dude. I mean, they beat the fucking Steelers, so yeah. they were undefeated for a while. And if you watch the video, watch how he did it. It's not like he was like, oh, whoops, I have the ball with me. Like, he like, very casually walks off. Like, I feel like it looked like he didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> he's just well, he's just good at being casual. If you watch, if you watch, if you watch the tape again, because I watched this like six times while we were talking, he starts to get up. And he almost heads to hand it to the ref and then stops and goes the other way. I mean, one of the refs is borderline chasing him to get the football. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> but one of the refs so is chasing him and then looks confused, like maybe he's not sure if he has the ball, and then he turns around and goes what somewhere else. What the fuck else. are you doing, son? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he did look super, like, nonchalant, and, like, he looked like he was not doing it on purpose, but I took that. You know how, like, little kids, like, you know how you pretend, like, you're doing something wrong and then your mom walks and you're like huh uh, i was just drinking this milk like i do i was just <laughs> massaging the shaft of my penis <laughs> i had an itch i was very itchy yeah i was itchy. <laughs> what are you doing in here <laughs> but yeah he looked too too casual to me though. yeah that yeah that's, that's oh, the, I have a considering <laughs> his whole fucking broken leg fiasco i always go back to like if larry fitzgerald uh catches a ball and it breaks a record he runs off the field with that ball hands it to someone and they have to get a new ball anyway 
Yeah, but they yeah. usually are prepared for something like that. And normally the clock normally the clock stops. But yeah, you're right. There are scenarios. No, where no, not no, not necessarily. Y- yeah. If you that, run a touchdown, the clock stops. I don't know what you're referencing. Yeah, but but like but, but I'm I'm talking about he catches you know his two thousand two hundred two thousand reception or whatever, and uh, then he runs off the field, hands it to somebody like. But it wasn't a touchdown. It was just like a ten yard gain. Well, dude, did you watch Emmett Smith break Walter Payton's record? No, because I'm a Chicago fan. They literally stopped the entire. Well, then why are you so in love with fucking Adrian Peterson? Why were you wearing a Vikings jersey if you were a Bears fan? Tell me that, Vin. You're you're cutting out. What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm saying so. When Emmitt Smith broke Walter Payton's record, they'd stop the clock. Like they'd stopped everything. He did. I think he even did a fucking lap around the fucking stadium. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's that's for like a major major record. Like they brought out well, a horse and he imagine, rode it around. And he was like, yeah. wait, he was waving a, a flag. <laughs> then he went into the locker room. He dressed as a cowboy, <laughs> and then came back out for another ride on the horse. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> imagine a rookie catching his first NFL ball, right? Yeah, we got it, dude. No, that's not. Rookies do not hold on to the ball. They haven't earned that yet. They absolutely do when they score a touchdown. I think Cole yeah, Komet. They do sure. when they score. But then the clock stopped, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but they're not. If I catch a one-yard screen, they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm a rookie. <laughs> High five, guys! I'm keeping yeah. this ball. Like, give us that ball, you fucking dipshit." <laughs> He's running. I was like, "Thank you. I want to thank God and my family." And they're like, "Dude, the game is fucking, still going. Yeah. You're a seventh-round draft pick. The only reason why you're playing is because of COVID." Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, I got one. I got one. Um, <laughs> Calm I'm the excited. fuck down. I'm excited. All right. On December 13th at noon on Lifetime, we are getting none other than a roman- a mini movie that revolves around Colonel Sanders. It's a romantic mini movie produced by Lifetime and KFC where Colonel Sanders is played by Mario Lopez and he becomes a, a chef uh, in this like rich household. And there's all sorts of drama, and I think the wife starts falling for the chef. It's called A Recipe for Seduction, and it's 15 minutes where Mario Lopez plays Colonel Sanders. That's dope. Right? So it sounds like KFC made a long commercial and tricked everybody on the planet into caring about it. That's exactly what they did. Right? KFC just paid for a long-ass commercial. I mean, it's smart, though. It's very smart. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, everyone's talking about it. Also, Mar- have you seen the picture of Marty Lopez as Colonel Sanders? <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, That alone is just a wonderful casting choice. I'm surprised you're not white people be like, Colonel Sanders is white. Dude. Oh, no, I'm sure, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. But what I'm really hoping is as crazy in like genius marketing as this is, we need to pitch Lifetime on kissing the coronavirus. 15-minute mini-movie about the lady scientist who ends up, you know, diddling with the corona. You pitch Showtime Guy, on that, man. dog. Yeah, man. That needs oh, to be oh. a late night. That needs to be a late night joint. I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll see if I know anyone who knows someone at Lifetime. Yeah, her <laughs> Herm probably knows somebody who works who's an important person at Lifetime. <laughs> just just write it out and uh, send us a copy when you're done. <laughs> Dude, I, I will I will write 
uh, coronavirus porno in like. I don't think things. you're allowed to just write a screenplay for someone else's book and then sell it to a network. That would be awesome if you could, but I don't think you can do that. I mean, you could switch the story. You could just read the story, switch it around a little bit, <laughs> change it from a girl to a guy. Then you're like, what do you mean? This one's a guy. That one's a girl. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want Carrie Cotter, wizard yeah. woman of the world? It's called the New England Jail Story. It's just the Shawshank Redemption. I just literally copied and pasted it into a screenplay. It's called the Blue Mile. No, I didn't want to keep going with that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Have ended. Forget the gladiators. Instead, instead of remember the type. That oh. joke was actually useful to explain to me because I didn't get it at all. I was like, forget the gladiators. What the fuck is that supposed it's, to mean? It's even worse that I had to explain it. Well, normally you explain a joke that I got and didn't think was funny. That one I didn't think was funny when I got it, but I didn't get it until you explained it to me. So... <laughs> <laughs> Good to clarify. Get that, out, that makes me feel so much worse about that joke. <laughs> All right, Hearn, what you got? You just not say anything. Oh shit! You say you say the best for last. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I do have some pretty crazy stories this uh, this time around. But uh, so basically, my for, for for my first one, uh, John Ratcliffe, who's the director of national intelligence, uh, warned the U.S. must be prepared. Uh, for uh, against China or be prepared for China, who is creating biological enhanced soldiers. Uh, there's no, so the weird part is that like, there's no proof or like there was no like, hey, like we saw these people doing this or we saw video. You know, obviously he's obviously an intelligence director, so like, or the intelligence chief, so maybe he has proof. But like, uh, from the article, it basically made it seem like it was just like one of Trump's kind of plans to kind of just like fuck with China or whatever but like the what made this really interesting to me is like the possibilities of uh genetic or biologically enhanced soldiers and that's why i I, if it and maybe it's true right like so you know what what do you think they would be enhancing well even if it's true how much longer are we going to have hand-to-hand combat i mean if all else fails you said physical soldiers but yeah yeah and then we run them down with our jeeps America. Dude, uh, I don't know why, but I actually thought of this a really long time ago. After we got out of the Marines, I was like, damn, dude, in boot camp, they legit control. You get like seven different shots. Like we got a ton of shots. Uh, They control what you eat, your sleep schedule. They make you drink water, like drink water at specific times, like chug it. I was like, damn, dude, you could have like a legit cycle where you give recruits protein like whatever like designer steroids like that reduce the side effects not testosterone not like get them all jacked up and they're fighting in the squad bay <laughs> but like you know there's like you know there's steroids that uh like tennis players take that like improve your cardio i was like damn dude why would you not be doing that you know what i mean if you have the best military in the world and you have the budget why would you not like i don't see why they wouldn't be doing if you're like china's not doing that i'd be like yeah why aren't they doing that that doesn't make any sense to yeah. me yeah well, when i think biologically there, enhanced like i think they someone takes like they've engineered a pill and someone takes it and then like they fucking turn into like a weird werewolf or something. Okay. That can't be what they're planning. Their dick splits (laughs) open and it's just like (laughs) serpents that like attack people. (laughs) If you got into a fight with a Chinese soldier and he's like, hold on and starts unzipping his pants. (laughs) You're going to pay my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think China might take it a step further, like maybe genetic, you know, like find humans with specific traits 
and then get yeah, their yeah, DNA they did that with Yao Ming. and then like make yeah and then make babies who will be soldiers. I'm not talking yeah. about that. I'm saying like someone who said I'm willing to sign up for the military. You give them like a little checkbox form, yes or no. Like, do you want the steroids? And they'll be like, everybody's going to check yes. I mean, you're still in pretty good shape getting out of boot camp. No, nah, man, it's awesome. I'm just saying it's totally possible that they could do whatever they want with with the regimen you're in. You know what I mean? I didn't know what any of the shots we got were. They're like, you're getting oh, yeah. shots today. Oh, dude, <laughs> you probably got shots that they were just, just test, right? Like, yeah, in both shoulders, both triceps, both butt cheeks. Your ass. Yeah. <laughs> like That one hurt like a motherfucker, but we obviously all know that was the penicillin. Yeah. At least that's what they told us. I could see China fucking it. it up, though. Like their soldiers are all Yao Ming and they can't run. Uh, we've made a huge mistake. <laughs> they just keep breaking their legs. Yeah. Like, Somehow it gets in the water and they're just like kids being born with fucking three legs. They just walk out of the room. Walk out of the room when they're born. <laughs> they're just born that big. <laughs> or yeah, they're born at, they're at the normal human age of thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> it, w- it would be dope if they have like two piles of kids and one is like NBA and the other is war. <laughs> just sorting kids. <laughs> they have vials, and they're like, "Wait a minute, what did you just do?" And he's like, "I did war." And he's like, "That's an NBA vial, dude." And they go, oh, "Well, <laughs> I have one cool. more. Uh, are we getting close, close it to out. time?" Or no, we're good, dude. Let's close it out. So this one's really, it's really super late. Interesting. Um, so basically, an ex-Israeli space official who I guess is like super high up and like. Uh, working with like the government when it comes to like extraterrestrials has claimed that there's a a alien galactic federation living underground in Mars and they're hiding until we're ready to uh, actually meet them. Um, Which is insane. Uh, One, because actually the people in like the, you know, there's like a cult following around this type of like, are we alone or and like, like alien stuff. But like, one person so apparently this guy is supposed to be selling a book so they also kind of chalk that up as like maybe he's trying to sell his book but then other people who are like have been in kind of like the the space and and kind of have been following this for a while are kind of like well this might sound crazy but at the same time like knowing what we know it might just be someone breaking ranks and actually talking about it now so that's what I thought was really interesting. And apparently there's an agreement between the U S government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here. Um, and they too are researching and trying to understand the whole fabric of the universe. And they want us to help apparently. Okay. What? So first of all, this sounds badass. Um, he's 87. I don't, I mean, that's a good way to go out. If you want to troll everybody right before you die. I mean, if he's lying, he could be telling the truth, but, I'm trying to think like what his incentive would be to make this up, other than to troll. People. Yeah, like he just wants to or make a bunch of money. Book. Yeah, but yeah. just make a shit ton of money right before you die. So, I mean, dude, yeah. once you're 87, if your concern yeah. is making money, like I feel like you fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, here's, yeah. if you're 90 here's my, and you're like, I gotta make a hundred thousand dollars in the next week, or I'm not gonna here's be happy. Here's my issue that there's some secret alien society. I'm like, well, we're gonna we're gonna sign a contract with the U.S. and we're gonna tell this one Israeli guy. About us. Well, they signed a contract with the U.S. and Israel. Not one guy. Yeah, because if he knows about it, then obviously... I do yeah. like that every time we talk about something supernatural, whoever is explaining it injects something superhuman into it, like a contract. Like, what, are they, what if they breach the contract? You're going to sue them? Like, what do you need right. a contract for? Yeah, just kill them and get it over yeah, with. You just go to federal <laughs> court and you're like, alien yeah, court. Your Honor, the Galactic Federation on Mars did not honor our contract. 
I'm like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go subpoena them to come show up in court. Like what? Yeah, and what they can write? I don't know, dude. I'm assuming they. Yeah, dude. What are they? What do they look? Like? Dude, this guy is being an asshole. Because explain more about <laughs> yeah. the, the physical yeah. thing you're talking about. Yeah. Don't just say aliens. Explain what you're talking about. I think he just yeah. got high and watched Men in Black and was like, oh, guys. They're here already. This happened. (laughs) (laughs) There's this black guy and this white guy, and they run around protecting us from the aliens. I mean, he was the Israeli space security chief in Israel. Like Israel has real technology, so it's not like it's a. That's what I'm saying. It's not like it's fucking crazy. It's not like a random guy. Yeah. But do you not think that it's more likely that having a high pressure job? like that just makes you go insane maybe i mean to to be clear i think probability wise the odds are on the side of there being alien life oh not like that's not the argument here the argument is if there is alien life are they going to come to the u.s be like look we need to just sign this contract so we can like you know just abduct some people you know what i think i fucking figured out what happened i think the u.s and israel met and learned about aliens and they gave them a contract and the aliens are just in Mars. They're like, yeah, they keep referring to us as the Galactic Federation, and they gave us these papers that they said are like <laughs> bind us to something, and they're laughing. They're like, yeah, this is the worst civilization ever. Like they they think we have a binding contract with them. It doesn't make sense that they use human words, right? They're the Galactic Federation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they got here and they were like, guys, right. good like, news. <laughs> you guys what came up with all the right words what, what to do describe we call you? our crew. <laughs> well, what do you want to call us? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it is it just the U.S. and Israel? Like, did they just throw uh, I mean, that's what was at, in the article. Did they I throw think. darts at a globe? I mean, if I were coming to Earth, those are the nations I would make alliances with. No, screw, yeah. screw that, dude. If I was coming to Earth, I'd go to, like, fucking the ocean. Like, ooh, what's in here? <laughs> okay. The ocean's yeah, uh, cool, man. The ocean is actually really fucking cool, but I don't know what we just poke yeah, around in the die. ocean. I don't I, I, I did have that thought. I don't know if I brought it up on the podcast before or not, but, like, I wonder how many like spaceships tried to land here and just crashed into the ocean. I don't even know what we're referencing, like what a spaceship would be. I mean, I understand oh, like, Earth I we've know. designed. Like, it, like it's some sort of like alien pod or whatever. I don't know. I know, but alien all this vehicles. revolves. Dude, all the science fiction we've ever written revolves around our own understanding of Earth, right? Okay, so we're like, fine. you must have a rocket to generate fine. enough force to lift fine. off earth's he gravity he like fine he doesn't have a rocket he teleports here i don't give a fuck <laughs> teleport to the bottom of the ocean i don't know what to tell you man all i'm saying is he tried to get here ends up in the middle of the ocean and goes oops i fucked up i, I think it's real he's in the i ocean. think i think there's aliens i think this israeli guy's being kind of a dickhead for bringing it up when he's 87 though also he's bringing up to your point with a like very obscure facts about it yeah i don't know why he why he brought in this galactic federation piece like if he, if he came out and was like look aliens have landed here before and then it, you know they could still be here but maybe they went back i'd be like hey this is probably pretty plausible right so something from space came to earth stayed for a little bit and stayed stayed forever or deuced out that is for sure i agree with that yeah so that's the, that's the first smart thing you've ever said on this podcast <laughs> it's a lot smarter than why is it pronounced Egypt? Yeah, why? there's why? there's also theories about like how our communication systems are so good, like and how fast that they've grown in in the short period of time 
like it's like they said like it would take us like the advancement of how fast we develop that and that obviously we've invested in that kind of stuff but like we've had to have like you know what i'm saying in the, in that time in the time frame that we've grown in you know 50 years people have had 19 like you know 2000 year you know a little under 2000 years to figure that stuff out dude that would right? be nuts too if like people are trying like you know they're learning math and geometry and electricity or whatever and then an alien shows up to one group of people. Like, hey, hello, I'm Glurk. And it's like, <laughs> he's like, you guys are doing this completely wrong. <laughs> what is the, the pyramid theory about how the pyramids were built by aliens? That's weird, too. Dude, there are, man, we should do a whole episode on this, but I don't have enough research in front of me to talk about it. Yeah. But there are some fucking Stonehenge. sick structures. Yeah, like, there are some awesome structures from like yeah. ancient civilizations there you're like how the fuck did they do that i mean egypt has some awesome shit too like uh some of the tombs like if you go in and you just i mean i don't know why you would just wait there but <laughs> if you waited there all year round uh some of the like the positioning of like the windows they're in a specific shape where uh certain like celestial events line up to them exactly like, yeah those yep. groups were fucking like that that that's in um, south strong. america too yeah is that did you say South America already? Both. So, well, I said Egypt, but yeah, South America yeah. has those too. That they would map the stars using the water, and that's what's crazy is because those civilizations would have not been in contact with each other. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man, that's nuts. I think South America, there are like these giant heads. Damn it, dude. I wish I'd researched this. I didn't know we were gonna talk oh, about Easter it. Oh, Island. But no, no, no. Uh, they're even bigger. They're like I think they're called megaliths. So there's like what look like human built structures in South America that are just entirely too big. <laughs> For you to comprehend how a group could have done it without, like, advanced technology. Like, they didn't yeah. have cranes and bulldozers and shit. It was just, like, a bunch of Aztec guys. So, how they could have put that together, you're like, that doesn't... Something's missing there. You're not... Anyway. Thanks for listening to another episode of High Dork. This has been Vin, Hearn, and Neil. As always, you can hit us up on Twitter, at High Dork Podcast. And you can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, we're always there. Have any questions, hit us up on social media, at High Dork Podcast. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button.